Welcome to North Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Bo Henderson, and this is the one place committed to highlighting the local businesses in our community and the people behind them. And I'm excited today because we have someone that helps local businesses to actually be more successful. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, I think I'd let everybody know we actually, it was hard to do. But I let Dr. Bill Lampton off today for his birthday. Gave him the day <laughs> off, right? And I have Joy Allgood, and you've heard Joy in the past on the show. So Joy is going to be my my wingman here today. How's it going, Joy? I'm doing well. Thank you, Bo, for having me on. Uh, I'll be a wingman for today, I guess. Was that improper wing woman? Um, you know, wing person. I'm not really sure how that, it goes now. That's probably but, you more know, appropriate. You know, I'm just saying right now, I'll be your wing woman. My wing associate. Okay, we're just going too yeah. far with that. Well, let's talk about that today. So we're talking about today our guest is actually, it, he has a his business, but his business is to help business owners be more successful. And we've both been entrepreneurs, and we've talked to a lot of these entrepreneurs on the show, and we say, how much of a need is there for that? Somebody just to go through independent third party that has some knowledge and skills, and maybe for this week, here's some action items to move you forward. Actually, it was really exciting uh, to to meet our guest today because you know how passionate I am about local businesses, especially the mom and pops, the brick and mortars, and to have some type of kind of grassroots feel to this um, is very exciting. And so um, I have a lot of questions and I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. Yeah, before the show, I was like. Joy, quit talking. Let's let's we'll save the questions for the actual show. He's been saying that to me for years. When we're recording. <laughs> so without further ado, Mr. James Barber with Training of Champions. How you doing, James? Blessed and highly favored of the Lord, and I like it that way. Hey, good to see you, friend. Yes, sir. So let's talk about that a little bit. Just kind of the, um, you heard the excitement because we believe in business, small business, yes, um, local business, and there's a need... It can be hard out there. It can be uh, a situation where you're kind of having to figure it out as you go. And sometimes the resources that larger businesses with larger budgets have are just not available. So it can be tough. So so give us that, that big overview of kind of your, your place in this world and what you're really out there trying to do. Okay, there are many people who call themselves business coaches. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I joined a, a networking group and they had a business coach. And so I, I asked what I thought was the obvious question. I said, um, how many businesses have you owned and how successful were they? He said, oh, I've never owned a business. I said, so you're going to tell me what I'm supposed to do, but you've never done it yourself? I said, I call that being a hypocrite. And and so um, I've got the voice of experience. Yes, I've been through thousands of hours of training and taking different topics, different classes, learning from experts in the industry. But the thing that um, I, I really want to focus on is, like you said, the bigger companies, they can afford to pay, you know, quite a bit of money to get whatever they need. But the lady or, or the man who just has a dream, who wants to see it come to pass, and they're passionate about something, they're very good at it, but they just don't know all the ins and outs of business. That's the person that I want to be able to help. Well, and I really appreciate that passion because I know 17 years into my journey as an entrepreneur, it was hard. And and there were times where I learned a lot of hard lessons and took a step back to, to move forward. Uh, so, so I'm really appreciative of what you do out there. Now, when it comes to 
you're, you're working with these people. Do you see common mistakes that, that maybe two, three, four, five mistakes that, that most people are that, that are the most common that people are just not quite getting right or don't have their head around that might be that lever that moves them forward the fastest? Yeah, one of the biggest mistakes that I see is they're very good at their products or services, but they just don't know all things business. And so they try to learn, they try to have on-the-job training instead of getting with someone who can help them and can help guide them through the process and help hold their hand. And then another mistake is um, people try to be the expert at too many different things. I've, I've seen people, you know, they want to they want to do this, and they want to do A, they want to do B, they want to do C, they want to do E, they want to do F. So they want to do all these things instead of focusing on one to three things that they can absolutely be the best at doing. And I find that's a common mistake that people, they want to be the Walmart. Uh, somebody just opens a brand new business and they want to be the Walmart of the world, but yet they don't have the Walmart resources. And so many times... Um, year two years down the road they go out of business and and one of the horror stories that um, breaks my heart I play racquetball with this guy now at the time uh, he was a member of the chamber and he put $250,000 of his own money into a business and in one year he failed and uh, I just wanted to um, hug him and hold him and, and you know and try to make that go away but I you know, I couldn't, but I thought if I could have got a hold of him a little bit sooner, maybe right. in the process, that maybe I could have helped him be successful. Yes, he can go make money again, but he can never recoup the blood, the blood, sweat, and tears that he put into trying to make a business successful because he had a passion for it. Yeah, and I'm with you. Uh, and, Joy, I know you've seen this around Gainesville. There was, it's better now, but I, there's a period of time we're on the square, our office, and, and there was a period of time it seemed like there was just this – six-month, one-year rotation, you'd see somebody go in. And to me, I'm, I, I resonate with what you said, James. They're going in with their dream. And you see it rotate out a year later, and, it, and it's heartbreaking. Right. Right? And um, I do. I think I think it's just a matter for a lot of people of, of just having a little bit of what are the most important things I can do to move forward more successfully. Right. And it's easy to be distracted. Yes, sir. It is. And it's, the distraction is definitely easy. The one thing that I have seen, and a lot of, not even small, but just local, you know, the mom and pop businesses, what I've seen a lot is they go in and say they're a phenomenal artist, or they, they're they just really good at their trade, and like you said, they take on so many other things. Um, to have someone like you would be such an asset, but in a small business owner's mind, all they see are dollar signs. They're like, okay, we've already put $250,000 into this business. It's like, how can I afford to bring somebody else in to say, hey, this is, let me give you, let me give you some techniques. Let me give you some ideas. Um, let's sit down and talk about this like how do you approach these business owners how do you how do you you know find them approach them and give me a little bit of insight about that okay the typical coaching program that i've seen cost between five hundred dollars a month and that's for two hours of coaching a month all the way up to about five thousand a month wow what my mama used to say is you can't get blood out of a turnip. <laughs> so if the money's not there, you can't 
even though you know you need the help, you know you need to do something because you're struggling, but you just can't afford it. So one thing that I do is I will work for whatever's in their budget. Now, I could do it for free, but I used to I used to do some coaching for free. But the problem I found with that is when you don't charge them something, then they don't take it they don't take advantage of your expertise and they right. just think there's no value there because you didn't charge me. So apparently it must not be any good. And I'm just, I'll listen to you, but I'm not going to do anything with it. So I found out that when I started charging people at least a little bit of something, then they started taking it a little bit more serious. And so, but there's stipulations with that. So the first thing is if we agree to a game plan and we say, okay, this is what we need to do to hit our goal, then they have to stick with that game plan because if they don't, I'm not a babysitter. So if they don't stick with the game plan after we we collectively come up with this game plan, I'm I'm done. I, I'm I'm I wash my hands and no hard feelings, whatever. But I I can't help you. And then the second thing is as they grow and I help them reach certain levels, then maybe they pay me a little bit more money. But but I, I will literally I, I do this uh, for people. I'll go in and I'll give them two or three thousand dollars a month worth of stuff for fifty dollars a month. That's and and it's not. And I'll say it this way: God's blessed us. Okay, without God, I wouldn't be anything. But um, and and I could retire. I, I could have been retired a few years ago. But my heart is to reach out and what I've learned through owning several businesses to reach into the business community and help the people who have 10 employees or less five million dollars or less that, that's my niche that's who i want to work with if home depot needs a um, motivational speaker would i go do it yes i will I, i've done some of the big motivational speaking stuff you know coca-cola that i've done those kind of speeches because uh, i do that as well but that's not where my heart is my heart is to help the small business owner be successful and achieve the dreams that that they've dreamed about for so long i like the fact that you said um you mentioned you've owned businesses several so this is not something that you're just saying hey i'm going to show up and i'm going to be your business coach you've been there you've done that you've put the blood sweat and tears into it and so how does that make you a better coach for small businesses well uh the way I feel like it makes us, uh, somebody better, it's like this. Um, you could read a book of how to make good homemade cat head biscuits, buttermilk. <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, all right, so, so you could read a book about how to do it. But if you've never done it, if you've never got in there and you've got the lard and the buttermilk and got all these things and mixed it with your hands and actually gone through it, it's probably not going to turn out real well the first few times you do it. And it's the same way in business. You can read what a book says. You can go to all the seminars that you want to. But if you've not lived through the experience of doing it, um, you know, if I want to know how the banana pudding tastes, I want to uh, talk to somebody who's got a little bit on their chin so because I know they've tasted it and they've tried it. I don't want to talk to somebody who says, well, I don't know if the banana's pudding is good. I, I don't know how it tastes. I, I don't No, I want to know somebody who's been there and done that. Because then they can say, hey, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like when I, when I go into a new venture, I don't try to figure it out by myself. I go ask people who's already been down the road a day or two longer than I have and say, hey, what do you think I ought to do? All right, because I, I, I don't think I, I've got all the answers here. 
Well, I got a follow up to that, James. I really want to drive this. I think there's so much credibility in in having the experience. So, what was the the path to do business coaching? I know we met um, in networking, and you were still growing your business. So, so what was the path in the business? And then there's a follow up. So, while you're answering the first one, be processing the second one. Okay. What was the path with what you did? And then, what was the biggest lesson you learned that you believes made you a better coach? Okay, so the path to kind of get there, I, I think it was a a long journey. Mm-hmm. All right, going back to my days in the military, I was in the Navy, and so I got involved in a lot of training while I was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, found out I was very passionate about training and trying to teach others what I know how to do. And, Bo, if I know how to do it, I love to teach other people how to do it. Now, if you were to ask me, hey, you want to crochet? <laughs> Well, I could learn to crochet, but I don't have no passion about crocheting. But if you said, hey, can you teach me how to play the bass guitar? I'll teach you how to play the bass guitar. You'll be one of the best bass guitar players in the world, okay? Or you want to teach me how to, you know, uh, play basketball? Well, I grew up playing basketball or football. So things that I've done through life. And so so even going back to in high school, you know, a coach coaching me and kind of helping me get better – I mean, we had a basketball coach. He said, if you can't use your left hand, you might as well cut it off, you know. And so he would make us have to use our left hand. Well, when I got older, kids would want to play me in basketball. I just I just wear them out left-handed because they didn't know how to use their left hand. So we'd play a game of horse, and it'd be like a horse to nothing, you know, because I just do everything left-handed. So the path has kind of, you know, gone all along the way through the military, through owning several businesses and kind of figuring out, okay, um, because what I would do is it, when I didn't know what to do, somebody would say, well, uh, this, this will help you be such and such, or this will help you do. I try it. And I said, whoop, that didn't work. And I try something else. That didn't work. Well, the thing is, if you're a small business owner and you spend $500 on something and it doesn't work, that hurts. If you're Coca-Cola and you spend a million dollars on something and it don't work, it's no big deal. Okay. So if you're a big business and you spend a lot of money, it doesn't, it doesn't bother you if it doesn't work. Uh, research shows that um, some of the larger companies, they th- many of their products that they will put millions of dollars into, they fail okay. before they ever bring them to market. And so, but they can afford to do that. But the small guy or small business owner woman, they cannot do that. And so, I think all of that's led to this path. And I think probably the biggest uh, lesson that I have learned is, um, especially when it comes to coaching is I want people to feel my heart and know that it's not a facade with who I am. Um, if I see them in Walmart, I, w- I want to love them and, and be the same person that if I see them in the nicest steakhouse or if I see them or I'm doing business coaching. Or, it's not um, just being genuine, you know, because many people, they'll get you in the door, and once they got your money and they're done with you, then they're done with you. I'm never done with people. Okay, I mean, me and you. I mean, you know this. We we may not talk for a year, mm-hmm. but then when we when we see each other again, man, we just catch right back up, and we but we stay in touch on like social media and stuff. We'll stay in touch, and I comment on your post, and you'll reply back and stuff. Uh, you know, when you and and uh, Bill was done doing the program here at the Hall County Chamber the other day. The only reason I came, it wasn't for the Hall County Chamber. I came because two of my friends was doing the program. You right. know, and I was like, I'm going to support my friends. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's that to me, that's one of the biggest things is having a genuine interest in the success 
of everybody around you. And that's that's what I try to do. And, you know, something I've learned, too, is over the years is that when you believe in what you're speaking, people will follow you yep. if you believe in it. Yes. Because they, it's so easy now to spot people that are just saying something as a marketing tactic. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I will say this. Uh, I mean, I am. I think you you nailed it when you said the word genuine. Um, because you know, it's hard to see the. You know, it's hard to see the word genuine, especially you know over a podcast or radio, but I can definitely see it here, um, and it's very inspiring and. Um, and so there are a couple of questions that I have. Actually, one will kind of round it out. Um, so business coaching, you know, you've talked about monetary things. You've talked about, you know, you're, you're basically your target. Um, but what do you offer? Is it social media? Is it, you know, like SEO? Like what all is it? Is it financial? Is it business plan? Okay. Can you envelop a little bit on that? Okay, or great elaborate? question. Um, kind of, kind of my my thing is is um, I've got some things that um, I have some attorneys working on. That's my own intellectual property. Many people use an acronym called uh, SMART goals, which stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Well, one night I go to bed early, which is was a shock because most of the times between twelve and four in the morning before I ever go to bed, and and um, so it's about eleven o'clock, and I get up, boom, just like that. And my wife said, "What are you doing?" You know, it's about eleven o'clock. I said, "Man, I got this idea. I got to put it down, man. It's just, it's just, it, it, I can't let loose of it." And so, so one thing that my attorneys is working on is the acronym of action. Okay. Uh, so action is, is it a, a achievable? Is it a current goal? Is it, can you mind it by time? And this is a biggie. Is it important to you? All right. Because it may be important to my wife that I lose weight, but if it's not important to me, I'm probably not going to. The O is a big one for me because I've worked with companies before that did this. They would oscillate. Okay. So will you not oscillate? And then the, and then the N for action is, are you willing to start now? And so then what I work with people on is I work with people on establishing um, harmony in their life, not not balance, okay, but there's different areas of life where we need to have harmony, okay, our work, our family, our fitness, our faith, our, our, our finance, fun. So these areas, and so I work with people having harmony in those areas. So what will happen is in doing this, I take and if I realize that they need marketing help, that's not my, can I do that? Yes, I can, but that's not my area of expertise. So what I'll do is I'll connect them with people who handle marketing. If I realize that what they really need is sales help, but they don't need organizational help or they don't need help and kind of get from point A to point B, and they really need that, that sales training, they're struggling with sales, then what I'll do is I'll connect them with somebody who handles, that's their niche. I told one person recently, and, and, and I just have to be me, okay? I don't try to be unkind or cruel, but but I have to be who I am. And so this one guy, he's very, uh, I know, is very negative. So I told him, there's a leadership coach that I know. Her name is Gail Ely, uh, Total Life Leadership. And she works with people on getting this negative energy out of the workplace. And so I told him, I said, you need me? 
and I can help you. But I will not help you until you first work with Gail Ely because everything that I would try to help you with, it would be so negative. And, and I told this person, I said, your wife realized how negative you are. Your children, your, your, all your employees realize you're the only person that don't see how negative that you are. And sometimes you have to have those real-life conversations with people, and they, don't, they might not like it. But the thing is, if, if, I, if I'm going to help the person, sometimes you got to have those hard conversations. So I'll go in and I'll work business operations. Um, here recently, somebody said, I want to I be over here in 10 years. I said, okay, do you have an organizational chart? Have you read the book, um, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber? Nope, never read it. I said, okay, first thing you need to do is fill out an organizational chart. And then we need to figure out, if you want to be over here in 10 years, how many employees does that look like? Now, in this org chart, fill out a total org chart, what is the one position, the one thing that you really don't like to do that as soon as you get a little money coming in, you can hire out and take your name off that spot? Because when you first start, you know what? You fill everything in that org chart. Mm-hmm. I've been there and I've done that. Matter of fact, if I pulled my shirt off right now, you'd see all kind of scars all over me, you know, where, <laughs> where I've been beat up. Okay, but, but with this guy, I just said, let's fill out an org chart. And then when you fill out the org chart, then we'll see, all right, what can I take off myself now? All right? Then as I do a little bit better, what's the next thing I can take off myself? But although it's simple in, in the approach, it's still some things that many people, they don't know, they have no clue about. If they don't have a business plan, I'll say, okay, I need to connect you with somebody to help you write a business plan. I work with people on vision statements, mission statements, core values. Many people don't have a vision statement. They don't have a mission statement. They're just, you know, as we used to say where I grew up, they they are flying by the seat of their pants, okay? And it's hard to to have a business be successful when you fly by the seat of your pants all the time. Well, I think a lot of times, James, uh, we go back to what we said earlier. There's so many things you can do. And my experience has been it's easier to do things that might be not necessarily the things you need to do, but you can justify in your mind, I'm busy. So I think there's just a lot of value in somebody that sometimes kick your butt if they need to and say, hey, here's the one thing you need to work on until we reconvene in two weeks or the Mm -hmm. three things. Yep. And just keep on track. Yes, sir. And I think that's a lot of value in, in the coaching is just somebody to make sure progress, not perfection. Am I moving right. forward? Right, exactly. Because if we move forward, eventually we'll get where we're trying to go. Exactly. Uh, question. So I know uh, you've done so much around the world of networking. Yes, that's sir. That's where we met. Yes, sir. Um, did a lot of training and coaching there. What What do you see the role? Well, I see two sides. Is Is networking still important to you in, in growing this business? And is it something that you recommend across the board, or is it a fit for some people and not others, depending on the business? Just okay. Overall. All right, good three-part question there. Uh, <laughs> um, number, <laughs> number one is uh, networking is vital to what I do because I'm, I'm just trying to get the word out to people. Uh, like the introductions that I want that I tell people all the time, I want introductions to CPAs. Why? Because a CPA really knows if the business is doing well or not. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Bo, somebody could put on a facade, yeah, man, my business is doing great. We're doing great. And that CPA says, you're full of garbage. It is not doing great. You're lying. Okay. So a CPA knows. And so, and so it'll be a win-win for the CPA because I can help their client make more money, which helps them make more money, and I can help the client make more money, and I'll get a little bit of money, all right? So it's kind of a win-win for that. So, yes, networking is still important. I think it's vital for most businesses uh, 
to be involved in some type of network because and, and almost everybody has a network of some sort like in the country um, you know people have a network all the farmers you know if a farmer breaks his leg all the other farmers they'll get her, gather in there and gather the crops a woman has a baby all the neighboring farmers wives will jump in there and take care of the kids and all this kind of stuff so they got ne- your gangs gangs have a network right. people in the city have a network everybody has a network but when it comes to business what we need to do is we need to build a network of people around us who will who want us to be successful and we want them to be successful in almost uh, a symbiotic relationship uh, so in a true symbiotic relationship is like this most people think um, that a termite a termite eats wood but most people think that a termite digests the wood but they don't it's a protozoa in the gut that actually digests the uh, wood and turns it into something beneficial for the termite outside of the termite the protozoa can't live all right and outside of the protozoa if it doesn't have that in its gut the termite doesn't live so that's the truest form of a symbiotic relationship and so if you can build a team of people uh, who call on the same kind of customers that you do let's just say for example uh, you're a landscaper well who calls on the same kind of customers well you got the painter you got the plumber you got the heat and air guy. You got all these kind of people. They call on the same kind of customers. So building a relationship with all those kind of people where you will uh, uh, support one another and promote one another. And that's the biggie, promoting one another. Say, hey, if you need if you need a plumber, I got the plumber. Or I got the painter. I got the whoever, whatever you need. And, and most people that know me, they know that I know – a bunch of people in the area and so so i get i'll get calls hey i'm looking for who do you know and usually i can recommend two or three people that i know do do good quality work and they will be honest and tell them the truth okay they're not going to say yeah you need a new hvac unit when all they need is a 59 dollar capacitor right well james as i hear you talk about the specificity of um the team. Putting that's together. a fancy word. I was going to say, use. I was looking over at Joy. I, was like, <laughs> I know. That's my word for the day. There word we go. for the day. Um, <laughs> so, so very, very specific, the, the other jobs that have the same client. Uh, it reminded me, a big takeaway from that that you just shared is that it's got to be intentional, though, or exactly. as good as networking can be, it can be one of those things you rationalize doing all day and you're not doing other things. That's you need exactly to be doing. right. So, yeah, my, my mama was one of my biggest fans. My mama loved me more than anybody. But you know what? My mama never sent me one customer. <laughs> I mean, so people think just, you know, there, it's a myth. Just because people like you, they'll, they'll want it. That, that's not true. It, they'll send you referrals if you train them to send you referrals and you learn how to reciprocate right. on those referrals. Well, question. We talked about a lot of these examples. Any recent or or things that stand out as far as just a success story of you coming in and somebody's here and then a little work together and they get there. Okay. Um, got this company that I was working with and he told me, he said, uh, James, I really want to be, and he told me where he wanted to be. I said, okay. So I just said, these are some things that you need to do in order to get there. He said, my Lord, James, it's going to take me at least a year. (laughs) I said, man, I don't have a magic wand that I can wave over you, and all of a sudden you're going to go from point A to point B, and you're going to do it in two weeks. That's not the way coaching works. I mean, it's a process. And one thing that I like 
as I like this, a system allows ordinary people to achieve extraordinary results predictably. And the person I first heard say that was Bob Berg, and I use it on a regular basis. Bob Berg became a friend of mine. He endorsed my uh, first book, and uh, so, I mean, love him. I mean, he's just an awesome man. But the thing is, is, is just sticking, sticking with that plan. So I tell him, and he says, okay, 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 I want to get with you. He didn't get with me. I didn't chase him. You know, I, I tell him, hey, when you, want to, when you get serious about wanting to do something, talk to me. All right, but don't just don't just be lip service. So he kept being lip service for a while. Finally, he said, "Okay, I want you to work with one of my employees. One of my employees has trouble talking to people." Okay, no problem. I can work with him. So we met, and I really wasn't working on sales. I was just working on talking to people, just just kind of making a relationship with the customer, even if they're a potential customer. Just get going over some basic stuff. And he told me the other day. He said. James, I want you to know that he just closed his biggest deal. And I said, wow. And then he stood up and told a room of about 50 people. He said, let me tell you all something about him. He worked with one of my employees. Now, I don't do sales training. I don't do sales. I just worked on him how to communicate a little bit. And so he stood up and he said, my employee's sales went from 25% closure rate to 80% closure rate just because he started working with James. And I was like, I, and I didn't even know because I, I, I teach it, we work on it, we role play it, we do it. And, and I was just tickled to that. I was like, man, praise the Lord that, you know, what he took, he took to heart. Now, this is what was crazy is the owner says, he said, James, I'm talking to him and said, well, why did you handle that way? He said, that's because that's what James told me to do. And I did what he, he said, well, I wouldn't have done it that way. He said, yeah, but I got the deal, didn't I? You know, so, so apparently, you know, because sometimes we get, you know, sidetracked by just doing things one way. Well, I'm going to go ahead, and, and I will say this. Uh, Bob Berg, know the name. Uh, I think it's great. I will say this. What I've heard from you uh, thus far um, is reminds me of Bob Dylan, actually. He not busy being born is busy dying. Um, you constantly have to continue that growth and I think it's amazing what you do and I know that there are a lot of people out there who would really like to know how to get in touch with you even if you're I know that like you said you have a large network so maybe they can get in touch with you how do we get in touch with you okay uh they can there's three ways to get to my website okay so my my the series title of my book is The Networking Guru. So they can go uh, The Networking Hyphen Guru, okay? They can go Networking Hyphen Guru and all that's dot com, or they can go to trainingofchampions.com. It takes them all to the same place. That's one way. They can call me at 770-519-2828. Repeat, 770-519-2828. Well, very good. So so let's let's talk about that as, as we're kind of winding down here. So what would that look like? So say – Hey, I'm starting this business. I realize what James is saying. I I need some direction, some focus. Um, what would that? Would it be like a hey, let's have coffee and have a conversation? What would that initial first step be? Yeah, sure. I'll I'll, I'll meet him. Um, I'm one of my favorite places. Matter of fact, in my book, it's a local place here, because I kind of tell the story in my books is what I do. It's a kind of like a parable, and I use Kurtz, mm-hmm. so it's right there close to where I live. And so what will happen is people say, hey, um, you know, can I just meet you in Gainesville someplace? I said, how about Kurtz? 
you know i got good breakfast i got good lunch what time do you want to meet because i'll be there and so we'll we'll go there or um if somebody wants to meet me in Gwinnett, i'll try to find a place down there that i that i like to go and so and we'll just have a conversation say hey you know, how, how do you feel like I can be beneficial to you? Like I talked to a guy the other day, and one of the questions that I asked him after we talked for a while, I said, what's your biggest hindrance to getting to where you want to be? And this, and this is what he told me. He said, my lack of organization. I said, okay. I said, we can fix that. Okay. Now, now Bo, this is amazing. That's an easy fix, but most people don't realize it. All right. Everybody has these things called a smartphone. And when you're, when you're not organized, you just put everything on the calendar and you block everything off when you're not organized. And you live by your calendar. Now, some people say, oh, that's – no, it's not brilliant. It's just – but I've been there. I've done that. And I found out the older I get, the better my forgetter is. All right? <laughs> I used to never forget anything. But my forgetter's gotten pretty good. So I put everything in my phone calendar now. And sometimes my daughter puts it – on a thing and 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 so sometimes i got the same appointment in there two or three times because my daughter sends me an invite or my wife sends me an invite and i've already put it in the calendar but it's in the calendar i like it joy i don't know about you but i've been excited to hear the work james is doing he's always exciting to talk to you can tell he's very animated i hate that we don't have video yet <laughs> i know that's that's exactly what i was saying when i was talking about his genuineness that's right well hey james thanks for sharing with us on north georgia business radio those of you listening go to trainingofchampions.com if you see that being a step a little support a little help and i know james's heart and his goal he doesn't want people out there to be that statistic that doesn't make it if it's possible to make it right so thanks so much for what you do and thanks for being on the show yes sir thank you for having me see you next time all right see you next time joy have a good day bo all right we'll talk to you guys same time same place next week right here on north georgia business radio x (laughs) 